Hello, everyone. I'm Hannah, and I'm Vasilis. Rerun Chain Mary Z, a student-run initiative that aims to empower, educate, and connect Gen Zers interested in entrepreneurship. We interview teenagers with impactful projects and create resources to help you change the world. If they can do it, so can you. On this podcast, we discuss the logistics of creating different types of projects with Gen Zers who have already done it. We release our social media and website information in the description. Welcome to a new episode of the Dentist Rise podcast with me in the studio is Kavya Kadia from India. Kavya is only 17 years old, however, she has already been nominated for India's 18 under 18. So nice to meet you. Likewise, I hope you're doing well today. Thank you so much for being with us today, Kavya. So, Kavya has already worked with over 15 NGOs both in India and internationally. And today's episode is all about pursuing and publishing a PhD research paper. So to begin with, would you like to tell us about your interests and goals in life? Sure, definitely. I, uh, as you mentioned, I have worked with 15 plus NGOs in India and internationally, and I'm most curious about grassroots level development around the around across the world. And my sole purpose of life is to serve different communities because I feel the gift of the life is to serve other people. And I feel that my my only purpose in life is to help different communities. I see. So how does your multilingual background help you to establish so many international connections? And how? I think knowing different languages really helped me communicate with people internationally. Because in my perspective, talking to a person in their own native language is a privilege because it helps us feel connected and rather it helps us feel belonged to a greater community at large. But in addition to that, knowing different languages really opened the entire different culture for me, for the communities, for the societies, while I was building connections internationally. And I really faced the barrier of understanding their language. So I decided to learn six or seven languages that are widely spoken across the world. And knowing the language just isn't the motive when you when you are connected or you're building network with people internationally. So I had to understand the history, the culture, the current trends, both politically and economically, to understand a person because building network with people internationally is difficult in terms of ethics, in terms of confidentiality. But yeah, and at the end of the day, your environmental factors really influence how you are as a person. So it really helped me knowing different languages and being multilingual because in many philosophies, including Greek philosophy, it's widely believed that when you learn a new language, you happen to take a rebirth. And that is what I did. Well, first of all, it's a, it's really remarkable the fact that you're talking about ethics and really, you know, getting into learn about someone's culture before you get into the connections. It's true that we haven't seen that perspective before on the podcast, or personally I haven't seen that before, but it's true that in order to have a unique and great connection, you really need to invest onto the culture 
and the ethics of you know the person that you connect with. And on the second hand, of course, yeah, I agree with your point of view. Knowing all, you know, how to contact and communicate with specific people based on their ethics and their culture is really unique. And at the same time, having all the knowledge about the languages to communicate with is also remarkable as well. Which are the languages that you speak? I think I speak six different languages and seven half me. For those who are listening right now, Kavya works involve collaborating with people from the USA, England, Japan, France, Germany, Mexico, Nigeria, and many other countries. With that said, what is your current project that needs you to be in touch with so many people? I think my current project project is dealing with making health information more accessible to people. And what I mean by that is I'm even working with countries which my homeland, India, has conflicts with. So I'm working very closely with countries like Pakistan, Nepal, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh on making health information more accessible. And through my connections with different NGOs and companies internationally, I encountered that public health is an emergency and we, the youth, needs to be involved into politics, into making health information more accessible. And I always knew that I wanted to do something at large and beyond borders. And that is why I started working with different organizations. And currently, I'm working as the deputy director of health hmm. at Climate Cardinals, which is an international youth-led organization. And we are, we are making climate information more accessible to people who don't speak English. So that requires... Uh, requires me as the deputy director to work with different people from different cultures. Of course, so you are spreading awareness in a local level and help people to get you know to get into different environmental stuff, which is really important if we want like to have a better future for us, for our families, our kids, etc. Alright, so now at the age of 16 you have the privilege of publishing your research paper in a PhD. What was the research about? I think my research mostly dealt around with neural linguistics because, as I said, I love learning different languages. But most importantly, how long-term memory is mostly affected by learning different languages. So my research was no different at the beginning. But later, when, uh, later I found that our auditory memory is most affected by learning the language. And what do I mean by that is the more we input for a particular language, that's the more we hear, the more is our output. That is the outcome of learning. And that is what I had a chance of publishing a paper in a PhD journal, but I was still a high school student who was curious about linguistics and human brain. Nowadays, you find yourself busy, stressed, sometimes overwhelmed, and this doesn't lead to a good health. As a busy individual, I found it difficult to find quick and nutritious meal options. Fast food and vending machines were my go-to choices, and to be honest, that's not good for anyone's health. But all that stained when I discovered the Blended Portable Blender. This powerful blender allows me to create healthy and delicious smoothies wherever I go. Its compact size fits perfectly in my bag. So easy to take it with me to the work, the gym, or on vacation. With the blend set, I can blend up all of my favorite fruits and vegetables into nutritious and convenient meal refreshments. No more sacrificing health for convenience. 
Plus, the easy-to-use cleaning towel makes it hassle-free to use. What are you waiting for? Go to blendzen.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code ZENDESTRY12 to get 12% off your order and free today's shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to quality, power and innovation of the blender too. Hmm. And so, like, when you're doing research, like, how you were capable to do that research? Like, what do you need to do as, you know, as researching your different, you know, resources and stuff? And in that young age, like, what was this, what was the process? How does it look like? Um, I would say if you have a big idea or even smaller idea and you know how to present that idea. And for me, it was mostly having a risk-taking nature. So I used to reach out to people sending different research proposals and one or the other person would randomly advise you that this is what you could do or this is what you could improve upon. I, I had that risk-taking nature and the world was full of opportunities for people who have risk-taking nature and could present their ideas. Um, so I would just say I believed in myself before anyone did. And I, I was deeply involved in the field of linguistics and I, I gave it a go. I took that. I think that everyone should be, you know, everyone should be as confident as you and believe, you know, about his dreams and perspectives and ambitions. My question is, what was the inspiration behind it? Like, rural linguistics is such like a unique topic. What make you, you feeling that this is the topic that I want to work with? Like, what was the inspiration? I think I have encountered during my life and I had the privilege of meeting world's renowned linguistics who spoke 50, 60 languages across me. And I wanted to learn languages too. And while I was sitting in my language class, I was like, this person is able to learn better than I could. And what is the magical formula behind their learning methodology? And what I came across was they were focusing more on their auditory memory. And I started to ask people, hey, what's your formula of learning languages? And in no duration or in no time, I found mine. And that is what my research focused upon. So I would say inspiration is just within you, but you have to deep dive within yourself. You have to self-discover yourself. And for me, self-discovery is more like I looked something from within and I did something beyond myself. And that was the sole inspiration beyond behind my research. This is really great. So you were working with a PhD candidate and a psychiatrist in schizophrenia. With what knowledge and critical view you were capable of following along with those people that have an academic career? I would say, like I previously said, I, I just took the risk of reaching out to people. But schizophrenia is a field that I'm deeply involved into due to my personal experiences of dealing of encountering people, I would rather say, of schizophrenia. And what I found among those patients that I was talking or interacting with was they were they were creative and most patients and in our research around 20% patients did not have any cognitive defects and what the psychiatric association internationally led says is you have to treat everyone equally and what we believe in psychology in my perspective is having diversity and inclusivity at the same time is crucial so we really dived into 
and I, I really proposed this idea to a PhD candidate and a psychiatrist that why does not the DSM-5 TR, which is the official manual of psychiatric association, not have categorized patients differently. Let's do something on this. I was young. I was naive with little knowledge about the field of schizophrenia and neurosciences, but I took different courses. I talked with different professors, and there was a professor at Harvard Medical School who, in fact, suggested me that even though you are young, you should start writing a research paper. So he's the person behind this project. So, like, I think that the the most important thing that we need to keep in mind is that don't stop following your dreams, don't be afraid, take this extra step and like maybe you know you're knocking doors and in the end one of you know, a thousand doors that you knocked opens and a whole new world and opportunities are here for you. I absolutely agree because if you don't believe in yourself no one else is going to do so you have to put something on table so that people believe in you and that is what I did exactly what is involved when you serve as research assistant at Harvard University and how does the application like like how did you apply to that I think, uh, as I previously said, I was involved with professor at Harvard Medical School and while yeah. I was interacting with them, uh, they suggested me opportunity. So when you actually reach out to people with different suggestions and take their advice, they are actually really humble enough to give you those. And I just, I was just talking with this professor and he said, hey, could you be a research assistant at this laboratory? They are looking for someone. And from India, till the time I know, there are new research assistants at Harvard who don't have a bachelor's degree or those who are under 18. So I, I was really humbled when the opportunity was given to me and I'm currently working at Developmental Studies Department which is really important to deal with because when I'm talking with someone I don't ask no matter what what is your age because no one did for me. So this professor really believed in me and when I reach out to more people, more people give you opportunities. So that is the key formula. You have to reach out to people constantly. You have to follow up with people. You have to be interested instead of interesting in order to get more opportunities. And of course, in any step, you have to be yourself. Yes, absolutely. Now, let's get into another subject. You are an editor and reviewer for several international journals. You have already mentioned, you know, some of your actions in the NGOs, etc. But which are some of your favorite journals and why? Which is their impact and how do they spread awareness? I would rather say I like most journals which are focused on high schoolers or are high school oriented journals because very few journals in the world in around the globe allow high school researchers to publish their research work. So I really like the journals like Journal of Emerging Investors or International Journal of High School Research, which are the two journals I'm mostly dedicating my entire time to for reviewing and editing their documents because they allow high school students to develop their skills for research areas and they allow high school students, irrespective of their educational background, to get involved into research and sharpen their skills and get their work published. Hmm. I see. This is really unique. 
Do, can we find those organizations only locally or they operate internationally? I think most, most in my case, I found mostly internationally. But mm. in developing and underdeveloped countries, we need more research-oriented development. So everyone stay tuned and check out the description of that episode to get into those Instagram accounts. Give a like and follow. This is my favorite question. What are your plans for the future? Um, I don't know. I really don't know what the future may hold, but I'm excited and thrilled to continue my research in the field of neuroscience and helping as many individuals as I could because I feel that even my little or slightest contribution towards community, if even could change 1% of someone's life, I would feel that I am privileged to have been given a place on this earth and I'm fulfilling the purpose of my life that's community building and serving other people because that is what we are here for and at the end of the day we have to know if we are here it is for a reason and the world is counting on us. So is there anything else you would like to share with us today? I think just believe in yourself to whosoever listens to this. I really hope that there is at least something to take home and yeah just just believe in yourself and be humble to to explore new things and meet different people. I think that this is great. This marks the end of today's episode. I would like to thank Kavya for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much, Kaya. As you can see, everything can be achieved, even your craziest ambitions, if you believe in yourself. Kavya's story was a great example, even at such a young age. We're wishing you all the best. Thanks, everyone, that has reached the end. You can check out the rest of our amazing episodes with guests from all around the world. Moreover, you can install the Change Makers app available both on iOS and Android devices, where you can find the whole catalog of our podcasts, create podcast suggestions, Gen-related articles and content from our friends at Thread.com and Zenco's company. We reached the milestone of more than 700 total installs across the different platforms, and we would like to thank everyone that was part of this journey. But until next time, do not forget to change the world. Bye! enjoyed our conversation we had such a great time make sure you leave us a review you can also follow us on instagram at changemaker.c to keep up with all of our new content we also have a facebook page called changemaker z but you'll need to look that one because i honestly don't even know how facebook works <laughs>